Welcome back to Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. Let's go through your Sunday and Monday of rugby league for round 15. I will start off with the Sunday game, the Storm v. the Sharks. The Storm thump the Cronulla Sharks to record their biggest win of 2023. 54-10 at Amy Park, the scoreline was now... It's pretty surprising because obviously the Sharks, they do have a really decent record against Melbourne, but the Melbourne Storm are definitely getting it done. It was their biggest win since round 23 last year when they beat the Broncos 60-12. to uh, You can see how far the Broncos have come since that loss as well uh, against the Melbourne Storm. But that's their biggest win uh, since round 23 last year. So credit to the Melbourne Storm for that one. Definitely didn't see this performance coming. Now, obviously, uh, big news on the Queensland Maroons front. Uh, Storm prop Christian Welsh was sent to the sin bin and placed on report for a dangerous tackle, which was which forced Royce Hunt sorry, uh, to leave the field injured. And Welch has been suspended for that one just recently. I think it came out today, uh, and that rules him out of origin contention. Sorry, obviously, the Queensland lineups uh, already came out. Um, this morning, yesterday morning, it would be yesterday morning now since I'm recording this on Sunday night. Um, but, yeah, look, big news for Queensland. He's definitely someone that I would have had in there. Probably would have had Corey Harawira and Naira in there, but Mo Fodawaka uh, made the side, obviously, which was big uh, on the Queensland front, and I think that he'll do well as well. Uh, but going back to this game, Britton Nakora was also uh, sent to the sin bin in the dying minutes for an escort. Uh, a near-to-perfect first half with the ball in hand. The Storm finished with a 77% completion rate, while the Sharks made 14 errors and just completed at 63%. Pretty shocking there uh, for Cronulla, and that's only in the first half. Uh, now, the Storm have won six of their past seven games against the Sharks, and Cronulla have not won at Amy Park since 2018. Now, that's a surprising little stat there because I did think that the Sharkies do, you know, have those games against Melbourne when they do win them. Uh, they win them often, but I didn't realize that that was, you know, six of their past seven games against Melbourne. I thought they usually do uh, get up against the Melbourne Storm, but very interesting there. Uh, obviously, not of late. The Melbourne Storm have been getting over uh, the Cronulla Sharks. With a double on Sunday, Xavier Coates has scored 18 tries in 15 games at Amy Park. Uh, and obviously that secured him an origin spot as well on the wing for the Maroons. Uh, in, his, in his 100th game, uh, Storm fullback Nick Meany scored 18 points. Now, while it's a big win for Melbourne, they've obviously suffered a few injuries that are going to be big going into the next few weeks. Uh, Marion Seve is obviously one that's 50-50, obviously left the field for a HIA late in the contest uh, and didn't come back in time, obviously, for them to make a clear verdict on whether he is okay to play now next week, but that'll be one to watch over uh, over the next few weeks. Uh, Alicia Katoa had an eye cut. Let's see how you know long he's going to be out for. I don't think he'd be out for too long. I think there'd just be a bit of tape on that one, but depending on the severity of the cut, he might miss next week. But I think Melbourne have a bye anyway, so I don't think that's going to be too uh, hectic. However, this one is going to be hectic if they're missing him. Remus Smith suspected hamstring injury. Uh, that one's going to be pretty hectic if he's out for a long period of time. 
Look, I think it was just discipline for the Sharks at the end of the day. You know, a lot of smashings this week have come off the back of poor discipline from the other team, and the Sharkies just weren't all there. Um, And as for the Melbourne Storm, they definitely were on song going into this game. Uh, Xavier Coates scored two tries. Harry Grant scored two tries in this one. Uh, Jerome Hughes has scored his first try in a while as well. Uh, It was a really on song performance. Joshy King getting another try as well, which is good stuff uh, for him there. Um, In terms of the most tackles in this game, uh, talk about how Melbourne haven't really been in defense uh, that much in this one. The most tackles made in this game for a Melbourne player was by Tui Kamika Mika, and it was 24. So not many tackles made at all uh, by the Melbourne guys. Uh, As for the Sharkies, Britton Nakora made 47 tackles in this one. Cameron Munster at 5'8", big performance from him, ran for 214 metres. Massive performance from Cam Munster. Uh, Harry Grant had a big game as well, a few tackles up his sleeve. Two line breaks as well, obviously scored two tries in this one. 91 fantasy points makes me want to own uh, Harry Grant quick smart. He also ran for 171 metres in this game as well. So that is huge. Uh, Both halves in Jerome Hughes, Cameron Munster, obviously running over 100 metres as well. Uh, Some really good stats for the players in this one, for the Melbourne Storm players, some big performances. Nick Meany as well, 126 metres. Tackle busts, five. Cameron Munster had seven. It was an absolute freak in this game. Um, Yeah, uh, that's insane. One line break, two line break assists, three try assists. That's a massive performance there um, for Cameron Munster. And a massive performance for the Melbourne Storm as well. Uh, It was a big win over the Cronulla Sharks. Not much else to say about that one. Uh, as for the next game, the Monday game, uh, obviously Moses and Gutho inspire the Eels to a big win over the Dogs. It was a massive win for Parramatta. Moses was insane, absolutely insane. A few times he just cracked the Bulldogs' defense, uh, particularly the one where he set up the Gutho try where he just stepped through to Pangai Jr. and ran pretty much straight through the middle of them uh, and then obviously stepped to the outside and popped a beautiful ball there to Gutho for a massive try, uh, which was a big stake try in that game as well. Moses was just on song. Uh, credit to Dejan Arce as well. In the first 20 minutes of that game, he had two try assists. Uh, you know, he was on song as well, and I thought his defense was great uh, for the Eels as well. Uh, the Eels' seventh victory of the year puts them one point outside the top eight heading into round 16. Uh, Mike Acevo jumped on to the top of the NRL try scoring charts uh, with, with his 16th four-pointer of the year. I will credit the Bulldogs on this one, despite, you know, obviously being well beaten on the scoreboard. The Bulldogs were actually much better in terms of their completions. Uh, they completed at 80% to finish the game compared to Parramatta at 64%, which 64% doesn't generally win your games. But Moses was just, as I said, on song. Dejan Arce impressed a lot of fans who really loved uh, or, you know, hyped him up going into this game and love his work in New South Wales Cup. And he has been playing really well in New South Wales Cup as well. So, you know, he's going to be there for the next few weeks. As I said in the preview, he's going to be one of those guys that staples a spot in first grade. I really do believe it. Uh, He was fantastic for the Parramatta Reels. Uh, Curtis Morris... Uh, Curtis Moran, sorry, underwent a second half HIA, which he passed. Uh, I think he did his peck. Uh, I'm not too sure, but he was at one point holding his shoulder and wasn't really using uh, his, I think it was his left.
left or right, I don't know which arm it was, but his arm was sort of hanging there. He was running back a little bit. He might have done his peck at one stage of the game. And Jake Averillo, weirdly enough, he actually left the field late uh, with cramping. He was really struggling with cramping, so he had to come off the field. Obviously, Hayes Perham went to center, uh, and, you know, we saw Khaled Rajab, sorry, <clears throat> Jesus can't speak, uh, Khaled Rajab go to fullback. Uh, late in this game as well, and I thought that he did okay. Uh, there was obviously some misreads. Uh, the Bryce Cartwright kick being a main example of that. But all in all, and especially in attack, there were some stages where he was trying to break the line. Nearly did at one stage as well, but it was a really good tackle by, I think it was Dejan Arcee that saved that one. Um, but, you know, look, I, I was really impressed um, with the Bulldogs' efforts in some stages. Was really impressed with the Parramatta Reels, though. Completing at 64%, but, you know, still having a really solid game like that one. Uh, by the end of the game, it was 65%, uh, which is really poor. 28 out of 43 sets, and you still win the game. Very, very lucky stuff. 32 from 40 sets completed uh, at 80% for the Bulldogs. Really good stuff there. Uh, the Eels did have more possession, 55% compared to the Bulldogs, 45%. You take a look at Matt Burton's game, and obviously he's going to be the one copying a lot of criticism for the loss. But he ran for 127 metres, 29 post-contact metres, sorry. One line break, a line break assist, three tackle busts. Uh, and in, he also made 17 tackles in this game. Like, he had a pretty decent performance. Carl Oluwapu made 35 tackles. 35 tackles, Carl Oluwapu. That's forward stuff right there. Uh, solid performance from him. Uh, Jacob Preston made 31 tackles. He also ran for 144 metres, so he smashed uh, pretty much all the forwards in run meters is the only forward uh, to run over a hundred meters as well. Um, so massive stint there, massive performance from Jacob Preston. He was definitely one of the more dangerous forwards. Tevita Pangai Jr. You know there were some moments where he was trying to create for his team with offloads and stuff like that, and it was just not working. Um, you know he's had. Similar moments in Origin as well, and I think that's why he's not going to be picked going into Game 2. It's just some really silly plays, some really silly plays. Yes, he's a very talented player. Yes, he has the potential to make those offloads, but it just wasn't happening, and uh, it really didn't happen for uh, the Bulldogs going into this game. But as I said, I thought Dejan Arce played really well. 79 metres, 10 post contact. Uh, He had two tackle busts, you know, in terms of his defense, he made 20 tackles, missed four of them. Uh, Mitch Moses made 20 tackles and missed four of them as well. So, uh, you know, pretty decent defensive efforts from the halves. You know, Moses are running for 107 meters in this game as well. Bally Simonson running for 211. That's surprising. Um, and made ta- eight tackle busts as well. A really solid performance from Bailey Simonson. Uh, but, you know, overall, good stuff from the Eels. To win that game with only completing 64%, you know, they're going to have to work on their completion rate because that was a bit scrappy. Um, But yeah, look, a solid performance from the Eels. For the Bulldogs, though, I think it's just execution. That's the only thing that's letting them down. Uh, Their completion rate's good. You know, they're a very, very dangerous team when they want to be. There might be a few changes going into next week, depending on how Jake Averillo goes with his cramping issues. Um, but, yeah, look, other than that, I think they've just got to work on their execution of plays. That's the only thing that's letting them down at the moment, the Bulldogs. You know, if they were executing a few more plays, they could win this game easily, you know. Um, they were completing at 80% compared to the Eels 64. So, you know... Say if some of those players come off, they are much more of a chance of winning that game. So uh, unlucky for the Bulldogs. Big win for the Eels. It's a must 
you know, a much needed win for them going into this one. Gutho, the coronation, three tries in the first half. Awesome stuff there. Awesome performance for the Eels to cap off round 15. One.